Support for this episode has been provided by Ratio Keto-Friendly Dairy Snacks. If counting macros makes your head spin, count instead on a snack by Ratio. They've done the math for you, so you can spend less time studying the label and more time enjoying your day. Creamy and delicious, try strawberry and vanilla for two grams of carbs and a unique combination of sugar and protein. Interested? Ratio Keto-Friendly Dairy Snacks are now available in the yogurt aisle at Walmart. Always consult your physician before starting an eating plan that involves regular consumption of high-fat foods. From regular expenses to occasional splurges, there's a lot to buy. Why not get cash back every time you spend? With the PenFed Power Cash Rewards Card, you get cash back on every purchase. That's everywhere, every time you use it. You can even earn a $100 statement credit when you spend $1,500 in the first 90 days. Visit PenFed.org slash PowerCash to apply. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA.
you've ever wondered how we started our podcast and how we record our podcast, the answer is so, so simple. Anchor. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone, tablet, or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can make money from your podcast no matter if you have one listener or a thousand listeners. Downloads, everything. I mean, it's so simple. If you're creating something, get paid for it. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started now. Welcome to the Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast. I am Levi. I'm a bit under the weather today, but that's not going to stop me from talking about wrestling. Exactly. Huh? Go ahead. I was going to do it for you. Uh, Oh, yeah. At Levi Deason on Twitter. (laughs) And uh, their first day of school, Baby Tommy is now a kindergartner, so he is now not Baby Tommy. Well, I'm still going to call him that, but. He's officially in the system. Yeah, he's in the system. He's uh, He dressed like a little businessman. I told him he looked like Bernard the Business Bear. <laughs> he popped. He popped. He popped hard. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm Tommy at Mr. Tommy Walter on Twitter. Yeah, I want to apologize ahead of time if I sound stuffy or weird or whatever, but like, I'm, uh, I don't know, my fiance was sick uh, with like some kind of sinus infection thing, and I think I caught a bit of that, but... Uh, my throat was a bit sore. It feels all right right now, and my nose is kind of, you know, like when you have a sore throat, you always have that stuff, like, in between your throat and nose. Yeah. Moving around, and that's kind of what's going on right the, now. The so. gunk. Yeah, and it's like, and then when you finally get it out, it looks like a piece of your brain. <laughs> that's she a very gave, satisfying feeling. She gave me the Randy Orton rub. She, <laughs> she, gave, me, she gave me the gunk. The I gunk got antibiotics. Thing. So I'm good. I'm good to go. And we're going to talk about SummerSlam. One of my favorites, actually. So, You know, yeah. on on uh, further like watching and review of this as a podcaster, not just as a fan, this was yeah. way better than 92. Oh, yeah. Ten years later, that killed it. It was a good one, man. Yeah. I like I like 02 a lot. It, it, I have a I, I really liked that year in general. And it was a year where I was kind of in and out of wrestling, so I seen some stuff and missed some stuff, but I always like going back and watching O2 stuff. But there was a lot of cool stuff going on, you know, with the brand split and all the new talent, the ruthless aggression or whatever. So I liked yeah, O2 is, a lot. This is one of those years where, when I was in and out as well, but I remember this because it was the return of Shawn Michaels. Oh, yeah. And that's yeah, what, after, that's what kind of brought a, me back. Was Shawn Michaels was in a Shawn match coming so I back? Like, I gotta, I gotta buy this pay per view. Oh, did you buy this one? I did. Yeah, it. Uh, I remember. I think bits and pieces from that summer with the NWO and Shawn being back, and then I don't remember SummerSlam. I think I was out at this time. So, but I've watched this one. This is like my annual SummerSlam. I watch. You have to so. watch this when it's like ninety eight. <laughs> Which yeah, we'll exactly. Doing, we'll be doing that one in two weeks. That'll be our farewell before we head to StarCast. 
That's our uh, go home. That's our go home for StarCast and all in. But so I think next week we'll do one between like 05 and 2010 or something like that. Yeah. Oh, God. 2010. I'll just bitch about the main event the whole time. I don't even remember what it was. Nexus versus uh, WWE's guys. And oh, Cena had to yeah. go over. Screw that. We'll do uh, we'll do 04 through uh, 09. <clears throat> That'll work. Or 05 through 09. That would be four. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll do that. All right. Anyways, so Foot Locker presents WWE SummerSlam 2002. August 25th, 2002, from the Nassau Coliseum in Uniondale, a.k.a. Long Island, New York. The attendance was 14,797. Pay-per-view buys, 540,000. That was because of Sean. Yeah, not bad. For sure. Not and, bad and, at all. And, and probably because people knew that Rock was going to pass the torch. So Yeah, and they, they, yeah they wanted to see Rock's kind of Rock's go home. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna move my mic and blow my nose real quick, so I won't okay. be. And I'll go uh, go ahead and uh, so Sunday Night Heat, Spike Dudley defeated Stephen Richards at two minutes and thirty five seconds. The show just kind of kicks right off. With the uh, commentary team announcing, you know, WWE SummerSlam. I didn't. There wasn't a video package at the beginning. Was there one in the DVD? Don't you own this DVD, Levi? As you're blowing your nose. <laughs> Love it. Sorry about that. Are you back? I'm back. I, I, I thought you saw your earbuds in. Uh, I said the show opened with uh, no video package. Did you own, no. Did you own the DVD? No. I, I, well, it's one I still want to buy, but no, oh, okay. it's, it's no video package. Okay, it's three you have the whole year. Yeah. Yeah. Because okay. it makes the 2003... On the sides. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I yeah, it just goes right 02 in. Or 03. It just goes right into SummerSlam. And yeah. There's a. I, yeah, I, like I, gave, no I gave him all the numbers and I mentioned that Spike defeated Steven Richards on Heat. That's what you missed. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, opening match uh, Kurt Angle versus Rey Mysterio. First of all, it's one of my favorite SummerSlam sets. I love the stage setup. Yeah. I love the logo here. Yeah. Yeah, this was, uh... It no, looks like okay, a bag yeah, this... of Skittles exploded. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is the green and yellow ones, though. Kurt and Rey Mysterio is a killer opener, and they actually... Uh, I've seen this match quite a few times, because a while back, they put it out on YouTube for free, and it just popped up on my recommended, So and it's like 10 minutes, so I just yeah, watched it. Yeah, and you're it, like, but... yeah, I got 10 minutes to kill. Yeah, and <laughs> it's, it's a... just a, it's a solid opener, dude. They don't, like... They never slow down through the match. They just keep going. You're going to hear me bitch a lot about matches on this card, about how I wish they were a little longer. This, yeah, however, all like 10 I'm minutes. fine with, you know, 10 minutes because they did so much in 10 minutes. Yep. But my notes real quick. Starts hot. Uh, then later on in the match, Ray hits an excellent flip over Jimmy Corderas onto Kurt Angle on the outside. That was awesome. Yeah, I love that spot. Um Angle with he didn't, an ankle want, lock to, he didn't want him to do it at first. No. Angle with an ankle lock reversed into the 619, which I really liked. West Coast pop, two count, amazing spot. Ray taps in nine minutes and 20 seconds to the ankle lock. Brief notes because I was too busy watching it. it yeah. And it was so fast that you really, I didn't really have time to pause and take a note and pause and take a note. So I just kind of 
watched the match and then went back with what was the most memorable spots. Yeah, yeah, it was a good match, man. And I like I like both of their gear here. Uh, yeah, Angles. I was gonna say that Kurt Angle's freaking gear. I mean, it kind of looks like a barber shop. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it looks cool. It looks cool as hell. I love it. And Ray was pretty new to the company at the time, mm-hmm. and so by losing here, he didn't. He still got over here because, first of all, everybody was a big Ray fan from WCW. But Oh, yeah. When he debuted uh, on SmackDown, he was so over already. Huge, dude. I mean, the merch sales were already through the roof about, on his masks and all yeah. that. So, and he had, uh, I think he already had a t-shirt as well here. Yeah. I think he was wearing it when he came out or something. I, think I don't he remember. Was. But, yeah, it was a killer opener. I, I'd say I'd, for a 10-minute match, I think I blew about three and a half to four quads here. Dude, I'm with you. I'm right there with you. I, let, let's meet in the middle and say 3.75. Yeah. Got a, um, a two legs and one and three quarters. <laughs> <laughs> two two legs and then a, a, a partial tear. And, and then yeah. a on top of it. Yeah. Uh, after this, Stephanie walks into the GM room the GM locker room to see Bischoff there. And then they kind of bicker back and forth about SmackDown being better than raw, Raw being better than SmackDown. So yeah, I have Bischoff and Steph backstage in a pissing contest. Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly what it that's, was. That's what it is. Yeah. And and they, they go back to him a couple of times throughout the night and it's, there's almost like an, I, at this time in the company still, it's like almost that, attitude era-esque feeling where it seems like any male on screen with a female there's some kind of sexual tension and it's really awkward. always yeah yeah it's but like, it's just really awkward yeah it's because it's off. yeah and he's so much older than her yeah but he's i mean god even to this day he looks so freaking young yeah i know even for being pushing 60 or in eric the 60s bischoff, or whatever he's eric bischoff is the dick clark of professional wrestling yeah, he looks good with white hair too. Yeah, I love that. He can I, rock I, that. I can't wait till I get that look. Yeah, because I have that that flowing lock as well, so I'm looking forward to that. After this, we get Chris Jericho versus Ric Flair, um, which was a good another, another good match. Good ten minute match, man. Jericho makes it a point throughout the whole match to say "son of a bitch." Yeah. You son of a bitch. You son of a he bitch. He still does it, though. It's I good. know, like, I know. It's just his style. I love it. Uh, uh, let's see. Jericho pretty much controls the first half of the match, and then Flair. Flair kind of isn't super tough, and he don't look super tough in this match, but Jericho gets Flair in the figure four. Well, he was 197 years old when they had yeah, this exactly. match already. But he keeps Although up. Although Flair still has, like, that puffy hair. He doesn't have, like, the... Uh, I've lost it all look that he had and then in a few years with evolution. Hey, you know, he, he slicked yeah. it back and you can see the bald spots. Oh yeah. You start seeing liver spots in TNA. Mm. <laughs> uh but no, I think Jericho and Flair was a good match. Uh Jericho gets the figure four, but Flair eventually gets out, and then when the ref's back is turned, Flair hits a low blow and a figure four, and Jericho mm-hmm. taps. Lots of chops in this yeah, match. Lots that, of chops. That, here's my exact notes. Lots of chops. Classic Nate, which means you get those classic Nate spots, like the turnbuckle spot and all that. And the, and the uh, what is it, the backdrop where he yeah. flies over and he lands yep. on the side, kind of. He takes the best backdrop mm-hmm. of all time. All time. 
Uh, Jericho carries, like you mentioned. Jericho gets the figure four locked onto Flair. Flair with the low blow locks on the figure four. Jericho taps at 10-22. Yeah, it's a good match. Uh, I just I, – I feel like a lot of the matches on this card is just – if you look at it on paper, like the names, yeah. damn, this is a good card. Yeah, you're just – yeah, and then you get later on, and we'll we'll get to that. <laughs> I mean, this is – I mean, God, just this time. And, okay, so – so Uncle Terry had just lost to Brock a couple of weeks before this on SmackDown, right? Yeah, Brock Did, choked is, him out or whatever. Is that when he left for a bit before he came back as Mister America, right? Uh, no, I think he was Mister America through the summer because it was him and Edge refuting with the Un-Americans. And that, th- but that was two thousand two. Yeah, this is O two. Yeah, so then he comes back from Mister America's Uncle Terry to fight Brock. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah you're right. You're right. Yeah. So, yeah, right? I, yeah, uh, I believe so. I think it's after this. I think it's, like, around Unforgiven or something. Okay. I could I, be I wrong. For, I forget. We'll get there eventually, but I was just trying to figure that out because I remember seeing that in the video package. Like, or is he Mr. America at the start of 03? I think it's – dude, I think it's 03. Yeah. Yeah, it is 03, I think. Because, yeah, because 03 is uh, WrestleMania Him and 19. Vince. Yeah, 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 that's the start of 03. Yep, 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 absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely, sorry, absolutely. Sorry if anybody's listening to this and doesn't love this episode. It's just, I'm a little, my head is so thick right now. It's like a balloon. <laughs> you, you're like those uh, drug ads that were, like, when I was in high school, so you were, like, middle Your school. Your brain on drugs. Yeah, and the, it, he's, like, sitting on the couch, and it's, like, a balloon or whatever. Uh-huh. <laughs> or the egg frying in yeah, the pan. Yeah, and then he's a, the egg fried and all that. Yeah. That yeah. Was, that's good. what. No, but, I mean, you sound fine. It's just, you know, you're, I can tell you're not yourself. Like, woozy. Yeah, I'm yeah. a little out of it. I'm all doped up on day quills and antibiotics. and. I think you should blade and just, like, bleed out for a minute. All right, let me grab the, all right. (laughs) 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 It makes that sound. (laughs) You got to do it. I have a razor blade sitting by my desk at work, and everybody's like, why is that there? I'm like, just in case I got a blade. (laughs) And you wear a white chef coat, so. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it'll be everywhere. It'd be awesome. (laughs) The color. (laughs) It would look so good. Yeah, you're stuffy, so I'm not going to worry about sound too much, so I'm going to. Go ahead and make a cup of coffee while we're talking. Yeah, that'll work. So after uh, Jericho and Flair, well, first of all, uh, I, I'd say I had a good two and a half quads for this yeah, match. I think I it was, was a good say, match. I was going to say two and a half, maybe 2.75, maybe maybe even a low three. Um, yeah, I got 2.75. It was entertaining. Yeah, it was because they didn't, it was, Jericho kept it rolling. He didn't yeah. stop and Flair. You know, like like you said, and I said, Jericho carried it. Uh, Flair kept up just fine. But, you know, like you said, he was getting older. I think he's like 50 at this point. Well, so, but yeah. He's 69 now. So, you're looking at... So, minus 19 years or... Uh, 16 years. 16 years, yeah. So, you're looking at 53. Yeah, so he is. He's in his 50s, so... Yeah. So for a fifty-three-year-old man, Keep, well, he's still he, kicking ass at this. Point. He had some badass matches after this, like yeah. in, like with Evolution, him and Batista as tag champs, like that was good. And then him and uh, Randy in the cage at Taboo Tuesday. I always oh yeah, that was, that was a great match. match. 
Anyway, so, we're not talking about that. <laughs> after that match, we get uh, cuts to Brock and Paul Heyman in the locker room, and Paul's pumping up the beast, if you will. Wearing his Yankees hat with the uh, snapback with his ponytail through it. Yeah, he still had hair. Uh, and then we go into Eddie Guerrero versus Edge. Um, I think this was the year that the European title went away because Eddie was like, I believe Eddie was one of the last European champions. Because yeah, for some I, reason, I always thought this was a European title match, but it was gone before this. I This Wrestle, WrestleMania in 2002 would have been 18. I think that was the the last WrestleMania for it. So, yeah, I think you're right. I think at some point after WrestleMania, it goes away. Yeah. Uh, here, another match that's about 10, 12 minutes. It's just a good match. And the name's on paper, Eddie Grover's Edge. Uh, they start out with some kind of chain wrestling. Uh, there's that cool spot where Eddie's tied up in the ropes and Edge hits a spear. And he goes for the second one. Then he, uh, Eddie moves and he flies out and kind of injures his shoulder, and then Eddie works on the shoulder. Uh, I thought it was a great back-and-forth match. Edge hits his execution and the spear for the win. And before we get to anything else, let's take a quick, quick break. Yeah, that worked. Hey, guys. Sorry to interrupt the show. I know you're having a great time listening, but we'll be back in just a sec. I'm just here to tell you that you need to go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash heels and quads. Why, you ask? Because it's our merch site. We have tons of sweet merch on there in all different shapes and sizes, and you need to purchase some because your closet is lacking that Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast t-shirt that you know you've always wanted. So go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash heels and quads and pick up any of our shirt designs. Make sure for all of your Funko Pop collection needs, you get a Heroes Hideout NY.com. From WWE to the Bullet Club, you can use code QUADS at checkout and save 10% off your order. Also, don't forget they specialize in meet and greets. From the legends of yesterday, the stars of today, and the future of pro wrestling. Coming up Raven, August 11th. The Bullet Club, August 26th. J-E-F-F-J-A-R-R-E-T-T. Jeff Jarrett and Demolition on September 15th. Psycho Sid and Terry Runnels on November 11th. They will also be featured vendors at StarCast. Featuring Young Bucks Pops for those Matt and Nick signatures you are dying to get. Also, make sure to stop in store in Rensselaer, New York at 250 Broadway. For not just meet and greets, but all of your action figure needs. Featuring lines from the past and present. Heroes Hideout is your new access to entertainment. That's HeroesHideoutNY.com I need you to do one big favor for me, and for yourself, and that's go to CollarAndElbowBrand.com and use coupon code HEELSANDQUADS in all caps at checkout to save 10% on your order. Oh my, that's a lot of percentage, huh? Speaking of a lot of percentage, you can go to Zubas.com, that's right, C-U-B-A-C, get your zebra pants, baby, and use coupon code HEELSANDQUADS in all caps at checkout to save 15% on your order. That's even more percentage, huh? Hey, everybody, wanted to take a quick pause from the show to thank Buffalo Wild Wings and Hoffman Estates 
for sponsoring our podcast and all the other great podcasts on Podcast Row at StarCast. Show your StarCast convention ticket and get 15% off your food purchase. Buffalo Wild Wings is located right by the Sears Center in the Poplar Prairie Stone Shopping Center. Exit at Route 59 from Highway I-90, turn up the light, and then left at the first light into the center. Stop out after the main event. Buffalo Wild Wings. Wings. Beer. Sports. And we're back. Okay, so where were you at in that? Sorry, I had a little noisy background going on with a with a big pup. Uh, Edge and Eddie Guerrero. I no, I know like, that, but where were you at in in your in your notes? I just kind of went through them. I had short notes on it. And I just, okay. I just, I just education spear for the win. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, so my notes a little more technical than the rest of the matches so far. More rest holds though. Really telling the story. All there is is one annoying asshole that's yelling boring. Like, it made me so mad. Oh, I didn't hear that. And I don't – it was, like, just one, like, loud guy just in the background. Like, you could tell he was, like, in the nosebleeds. Mm-hmm. And he was like, boring. Like, you sound like a, a freaking ship. Well, he's a jackass because I thought this was a great match. No, it was. But it, it's, like, obviously he's just there for, like, weapons. <laughs> yeah. Uh but anyways, so yeah, it was a it was a great match. Uh, Eddie working the arm a lot. Uh, Edge or Eddie gets the momentum, takes over. Or Edge gets the momentum, takes over. Eddie kicks out of the execution, little back and forth. Edge hits the spear and gets the win at eleven fifty. Great match, I loved it. Yeah, I thought it was great. They, uh, I really liked the 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 technical aspect of it at the start of the match when they were doing a lot of the chain stuff. Well, and so. I- and, like, up to this point, like, Edge really wasn't, you know, he was more of a, like, because he started off as, you know, like, the mysterious um, and then into the brood character. And then this is kind of mm-hmm. when he starts to take off. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, he won King of the Ring the year before. Right. And then here he's, like, a top mid-card guy leading into, like, 06 when he gets the belt or 05 or 06. the Rob Zombie thing. Yeah, which I like that Edge theme. Never gonna stop me. Never gonna stop. Um. So yeah, I'm gonna give this one. I'm gonna give this three quads. Yeah, I got three quads on it. I thought it was a great match. I mean, Eddie and Edge. You know, what's better than that? that? One one annoying asshole in the crowd. You think this was a boring look back now, buddy? Because yeah, exactly. You were watching two greats go at it. Yeah, now we don't even got these guys around anymore. Yeah, Edge well, is retired. we don't have around at all. Yeah, which sucks, man. Eddie was a great wrestler. Uh, after, yeah, I got three quads on it. After this match, you get the Un-Americans backstage. Oh, but before that, you get the Our Season Never Ends. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to That's say right. like that. <laughs> yeah. Our Season Never but Ends. You know what was funny? Because in, in the package, they mentioned that... Uh, Contract disputes never stop matches from happening. Like, yeah. Pretty sure that's happened before. That's happened a lot, so. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, and then backstage with the Un-Americans and uh, Coach. Yeah, they just go on about, you know, being Un-Americans. And, and then it's it, better than America, and Americans yeah. don't know anything, and we're all stupid. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. So that. That leads into the Un-Americans, Lance Storm and Christian. 
versus Booker T and Goldust. I don't really got much on this match. I think I was kind of dozing in and out when this was when I was doing this, but uh, it's for the tag titles. I got you, buddy. (laughs) Yeah. Goldust and Christian started off, uh, obviously, and then you get tags on both sides, both teams tag. Un-Americans get the cheap heat, of course, as usual, because they're heels. Goldust with an awesome double clothesline to both Lance and Christian. Booker T gets the hot tag, ref bump, double scissors kick, spinneroonie. Uh, Book has it won, but the ref is down still. Lance comes in with the belt. Uh, Goldust ducks, and then Goldust and Booker T clothesline, double clothesline. Lance over the top rope, test blind sides, and the Un-Americans retain at nine thirty-seven. Yeah. So another that was it. Ten-ish minute match. Uh, Eddie yeah, they're all like ten minutes. It was eleven fifty, but it. But it, the show flows really well. Oh, yeah. It keeps going. There's not a lot of backstage BS, yeah, like long segments or anything. They don't uh, – they keep you wanting more. Like, you're not yeah. like – because here you're still like, okay, I'm I'm in for a few more matches, you know? Yeah. And like today when you're like, oh, my God, can the show just end already? Like, I don't care anymore. Yeah. Yeah, they got you hooked here. Um, after that, we get Nydia and Jamie Noble. Was it Quads. WWE The World here or New York still? It was, uh, I think it was New York. This was like the end of New York. Okay. And how many quads, how many quads you got on that match? Oh, uh, just because I love Booker T. I mean, all four of them are great, but I love Booker T and Goldust as a team. Yeah, I mean, dude, that's, that's one of my favorites. Seriously, like. The one of the best, like especially around this time, together teams, you know. Yeah, because it went so well. Like Goldust was all absurd and weird, and Booker T, like, like, did you just say that, sucker? You know, like <laughs> we all. I mean, we've talked about this team several times uh, today, you know, in the last, you know, almost year. But man, like we can't like even say it enough. The backstage seg- segments between these two were like. Oh, they were great. Yeah, that was that was the highlight of Raw at times. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I'd say, Uh, and then we get Bischoff and Steph backstage again. Oh wait, did I give quad? Get a credit card that gives you what you need now: a low interest rate on everyday purchases and a place to transfer high interest rate balances. The PenFed Gold Contactless Card is our lowest interest rate credit card. You can even earn a one hundred dollars statement credit when you spend fifteen hundred dollars in the first ninety days. Join PenFed, and together, we can help you keep more of what's yours. Visit PenFed.org slash goldcard. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end, it's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. No. no. <laughs> Trying to avoid it, those quads. I'll give it to yeah, that's what I was gonna say. One seven five or two. Yeah, I mean it wasn't it wasn't great. It was a good tag match, but it yeah. wasn't the best. I mean, it could have been good, um, or it could have been better. It was good, but it could have been better. I just think, I don't know. I didn't like the interference from Test. 
Like, I get it. Their heels are trying to get the heat or keep the heat. But I just – I it was such a good match leading up to that, like, with the ref bump. Tess gets that double TV time on this show. Yeah, and I think when when Lance missed with the belt and they took him out with the double clothesline, I think that should have been them winning the belts here. Yeah. Not somebody or Tess coming in and interfering in the match. But that's yeah. my opinion. So then we get Nitty and Drew Noble at WWF or WWE New York. Bischoff and Steph backstage again. I don't remember what they were talking about here. I didn't. Know. I think they were just doing the the back and forth bickering again. The, the pissing, pissing contest. Con- yeah, <laughs> pissing uphill or pissing up wind or whatever. <laughs> you don't piss down. You don't piss downwind, boy. You piss up wind or don't piss up wind. <laughs> piss downwind. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, so after the backstage segments, we go into Chris Benoit versus Rob, Rob Van Dam for the Intercontinental title. I didn't take a lot of notes on this because I was actually just watching the match. It was a good was match. A, yeah, so yeah, good. it was a really good match. Uh, my notes were nice open, Benoit wearing down RVD, uh, intensity, like in all caps, because Benoit was so intense and Rob Van Dam is so fast. Yeah. Um, Benoit gets the... Uh, cross face roll out into a roll up rbd kicks out at two and in all caps wow rbd reversal with a cross face five star frog splash for the win at 1630 yeah oh yeah okay this was 16 minutes yeah so it was uh this is one of the longer matches on the card and actually i think it's longer than the main event actually yeah it is uh I, uh, yeah, I thought it was 100% a good match, and it's another one of those, you just look at it on paper, Benoit versus Rob Van Dam. Just two, you know they're going to go out there and have a great match, uh, especially for the Intercontinental title. So, yeah, I got this. I got three quads at least on this one. Yeah, it's the second longest match. Yeah. You said three quads? Yeah, I got three quads. Yeah, I'll I mean, I might, I might even good. say three and a half. It was a really good match. Yeah. So I mean, just solid all around. Uh, is there anything in between this and Undertaker and Test? I think yeah, we, just we go get, right uh, in. after this. We get Bischoff and Stephanie backstage. Uh, Bischoff says, "Well, if you want to see the Intercontinental Title, you're going to have to see it on Raw." That's right. That's right. Um, and then let's see the video pack. Undertaker and Test gets a video package. Yeah, yeah. It's it's the Un-Americans video package. That's what happened. Yeah, there. I'm like, what the hell? Like, yeah. this wasn't. I don't remember this being a big deal. This match, but it, it really wasn't. I want to say, but <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it was it, one of the only ones that got a video package. You know, like yeah, that. Which Sean I was kind of and... surprised because yeah. I would have thought, like, you know. Benoit and RVD would have had one because they were, you know, opposite brands or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I don't really got much on this Undertaker and Test match, but I know you had some comments you would like to make. (laughs) I have, (laughs) and I quote, Taker is the American badass. Test is the un-American. It's 1997 all over again, except it's Test. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like... Nothing against Andrew Martin as a person because, you know, he's no longer with us, especially. And, I mean, I like Tess. Yeah, I like me some Tess. Um, he's I a good almost, big man. When I was watching this match, though, I almost wanted to c- compare Tess to Big Cass. 
That's yeah. who he reminded me of. Yeah, that's that. That's a good comparison. Like uh, that big, you know, big blondish looking dude, but more tall than like stacked. You know what I mean? Yeah. Kind of, kind of lankyish. Well, he gets jacked up like oh three. He starts yeah. getting until he's juicing. Yeah, because well, he gets he, huge. He, yeah, and he ends up getting uh, suspended for juicing. Yeah. Or that's know. why he got fired, isn't it? Yeah, because he's gone for a couple of years. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Taker wins at eight eighteen with a tombstone. Another one of those almost ten minute matches. Just Yeah, this one was like, just kinda a, there though. This one it sucks because it's Undertaker. That's what makes me mad, I think. Yeah, you don't want to say it sucks, but it wasn't the best match on the card. Like this is probably I'll, the least good match. I'll give it one point five. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with just you. because it's Undertaker, and it's not—it's not as bad as some people say it is. It could have been say, worse. I'd say if you were to skip a match, it would be this one. Yeah, but also use your own judgment, I think, and maybe watch it. Yeah, just give it a watch. I mean, if you're watching, if you're wanting it's to watch, quick. it's quick. I reckon it's eight eighteen, so it's like watching a, a longer YouTube video. Yeah, exactly. And if you're gonna watch a SummerSlam, there's. O2 is a perfect SummerSlam to watch because we're about to get into the nitty gritty here after this. The real nitty gritty. Nitty gritty. Um, exceptional video package for Triple H and HBK. Yeah, it's good. Holy crap, man! And I'm just gonna I'm gonna say it now. I did not take notes. I've watched this match probably more than any other match in the history of my wrestling watching. I think this and their Hell in a Cell match at Bad Blood 04. And the Armageddon O two match are some of the best Sean and Triple H matches. The one I remember the one at Taboo Tuesday because I remember like that being one of those matches where I was so emotionally invested because Sean was going for the title. Yeah, and you and, want him to win, you know? Yeah, and you want him to win because it's like he got that quick one later on this year at Survivor Series, which we'll probably cover because it's the first Elimination Chamber. But it was like. It wasn't the. It was a month. You know what I mean? Yeah, it sucks that, that his was last it. title reign was a month. Yeah, he doesn't get the title again, and he just like puts which guys is weird over for the next ten years. Yeah, it's really weird that he doesn't get the title again because he's around for the next. Yeah, he's around for the next ten years. So it's crazy that he doesn't. Get... But he was always in the title picture. WrestleMania twenty he was in the uh-huh. match. The next month at Backlash, he was in the title match. Yeah, him like, and Jericho. Yeah, Jericho. And it's like, come on, man. Just give him the freaking title one more time. Like, let him run for it for, like, six months. Yeah. Um, There's a lot of talk around this time about this being Shawn Michaels' last match. They didn't know if he was going to keep going or whatever. Well, they didn't the, – the problem was was getting him to do it, from what I understood. Oh, he didn't want to do it. Even getting him to do it was like pulling teeth. Oh, okay. because I didn't know that. I thought I he was into uh, something to wrestle when uh, Bruce and Conrad were kind of talking about this time, and it was like you know Bruce went down to San Antonio and he's like, "You think you can come back?" And Sean's like, "I don't know." And yeah. so they kind of slowly built it, like through, like you said, through the summer he was with the NWO, and I think even at that time they weren't sure if they were going to get that match out of him. Well, it paid off. Oh uh, yeah. 20, it's like a 27-minute match. 27 minutes, 50 seconds. Longest match by far. Almost doubled. 
and every bit of it's good. They do the whole first half of the matches in the ring. Uh, it's unsanctioned by the WWE. So unsanctioned, unsanctioned, Sean starts in quick. Triple H hits Sean with a bunch of backbreakers. Uh, he drops Sean on the chair and busts him open. Uh, he starts hitting HBK in the back with a chair and then a backbreaker on the chair, which looked brutal. That was awesome, and that's when we get, like, the holy shit chance. Uh-huh. And sweet chin music on the... Triple H is holding the chair. He hits a sweet chin music and kicks... Hits Triple H on the head, busts Triple H open. Triple H starts bleeding profusely. Gosh, Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> I loved it. Amanda was watching it with me this morning. I was like, do you think if they still had blood today, it would be more watchable? She goes, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Because this is the time she's watching it. Yeah. Uh... HBK, come, he, he comes back. He hits Triple H with a chair. They go outside. Sean's total control of the match at this point, beating the hell out of Triple H. He grabs a ladder. Uh, he hits Triple H in the head with the ladder. Triple H starts bleeding even harder. Then he catapults Triple H into the ladder. Once again, I note Triple H is bleeding good. Yeah. <laughs> I love that spot, though. Yeah. This Triple might H- be 2002-2003. Triple H might be my favorite. Yeah, he was awesome. Especially like, like pre evolution. Then, then I freaking hated him just because I wanted Sean to win it all the time. Uh, uh, HBD, HBK does a splash off the top on the Triple H through the table outside, which is awesome. Uh, Sean Michaels sets and up table, a ladder. Like, that table, like, just turns to dust. Yeah, it just blows <laughs> it's up. It's awesome. <laughs> uh, Sean hits the elbow off the ladder on the Triple H in the ring. Sweet Chin Music gets countered into a pedigree, but the pedigree is countered into a roll-up, and Sean gets the win at 27 minutes and whatever you said it was. 27 minutes, 50 seconds, yeah. And then after, Triple H hits Sean in the back with a sledgehammer. Yeah, he hits it, like he swings it like a baseball bat and hits him in the lower back, and then he, like, Sean's on his knees, and, like, Triple H, like, makes him look at him, which is so cool. Look at me, uh, look at me while I hit you, uh. And in the like, back, just, and then just like freaking smashes him in like, like the lower neck, like upper back area. It looked really, really good. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you got I mean, two of the best in the business out here just killing it. Yeah, and Triple H is jacked, and Sean's in good shape, but he's wrestling in jeans and like cowboy boots. And I love that the jeans are just trashed at the end of the match. <laughs> yeah, the end like there's blood, him, like, blood and shit and... all over him. <laughs> Piss. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I have two, two gripes about this match, and then one, like, really just over-the-top, just joyous comment. Alright. Uh, my biggest beef with this match is that it's unsanctioned, right? Yeah. That spot where Earl Hebner's telling Triple H, no more chairs, no more tables, no more... Yeah, whatever. If it was really pissed me off. Yeah, I'm with you. Like, I mean, I get it. Like, maybe it was him, like, in the storytelling of it. Maybe he was just trying to say, okay, personally, I've had enough. But if it's unsanctioned, why the hell is there even a ref to begin with? Yeah. That's one thing, because, I mean, this isn't the first or last unsanctioned match in the history of wrestling. But I've never understood that. Like, if it's unsanctioned, why do you have a company referee refereeing match? Yeah, and telling you you can't use the chair. Like, there should be like a like a a guest referee or something. 
Shawn Michaels is the opponent slash referee. <laughs> yeah. But he's got to wear bicycle shorts. Or, or oh, he could have cut off his jeans to make yeah, the three Yeah, he cuts off the jeans. Daisy yep. Dukes, man. He rips them off because yeah. they're already pre-cut. <laughs> they're like the track pants, like the snap pants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Their> jeans. Dude, <laughs> I would have popped so hard for that. <laughs> he rips them off and does the pen. It's like, oh, Sean's back. So, and then my other gripe, obviously, is, you know, I I like it, but I don't like it. Sean's in jeans, but I get it, like, because it's unsanctioned. And it's a street fight, which WWE yeah. Network doesn't label as unsanctioned. They label it as a street fight. Um, But my my positive comment is it's the return of Shawn Michaels, and we get him for another 10-plus years. And his celebration at the end when Earl Hebner raises his hand before Triple H hits him with the sledgehammer. He mouths, thank God. And I love that because he was just, you could tell that he He's was born so again. worried about, well, yeah, but he was so worried about getting through the match, I think. Yeah, I'm sure there was some nervousness going into it after four years out of the business, you know, and taking months and shit like that. You're, and, and taking chair shots to the back and a sledgehammer yeah. to the back, you know, that's a lot of. Do you, he do you went, think there was much rehearsal going into this? Yeah, I would assume because Sean had been out for four years, so I'm sure they worked on it for a bit. But you also have two of the best in the business, and they probably were able to just call the match, you know? Yeah. But, so. I mean, I could just see them, like, in the ring, like, even just that day, and, like, Triple H being like, okay, let me give you a couple of spine busters. Let's see if you can take this. Yeah. Because, I mean, wrestling is not a shoot. <laughs> They're still yeah, and I'm sure Trip. Trips is Trips is safe, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he, he played it safe with his friend and all that, and he was probably happy to have his buddy back, oh, you know, yeah. and a different person too. He wasn't the same, you know. He wasn't a mess like he was when he left. Now I remember what my other gripe was in the video package, and the I mean, it's all like from Raw leading up to this, but yeah, Shawn Michaels wears like the worst like printed T-shirts of all time. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> they're like they're like crappy gray, but they're like just. Look like you bought it at a gas station, like in Florida. <laughs> and I mean, I know a lot of them were like, you know, his Christianity stuff. shirts. Yeah, yeah. He was wearing he was wearing like a, a Philip Philippines verse on his shirt when he yeah. came out. Um, and nothing wrong with that, but I mean, it was it just it kind of cracked me up. It's like you're Shawn Michaels, dude. You got some money, like pro wrestling. Get you a better shirt. Was- ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash Hills and Quads wasn't around back then, so. I'm sure if it was, he would have had our shirts, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sean's right. Michael, Hick- Michael Hickenbottom. Michael Sean Hickenbottom, yes. <laughs> Michael Sean Hickenbottom versus Paul Levesque. Yeah, I got, I'd say like four and a half quads on this. Dude, this is my favorite, if not, I mean, probably definitely one of my top five favorite matches of all time, but I think. It's probably my favorite SummerSlam match. Uh-huh. It's just so good. Yeah, I. this is definitely in my top ten or five. Uh, there's These guys have had so many different matches that it's hard to place which one. But we yeah. did that Shawn Michaels episode where we talked about this one and we talked yeah, about Yeah, I'd have, to, I'd have and... to go back and listen because I'm probably lying. It's probably not even in my top five. But Yeah, but I, I got four and a half quads, if not five. Yeah, it's it's at this point in time, 
in 2002, this is probably one of the best work matches. Like, yeah, so good. Uh, Now, obviously, we're a little spoiled, but after the match, the Fink comes out, uh, and he's got some things to get off his chest. This might be my favorite part of the show. (laughs) (laughs) And then Trish comes out, and she tricks Howie, and uh, Lillian's behind him, slaps him, and kicks him. Can I can I do the voice? <laughs> oh yeah, Trish, it's a dog eat dog world. You've got <laughs> your puppies, and I've got my cleaner. <laughs> it is. I don't remember his little gimmick he had going around this time. <laughs> his heel. Amanda was in the kitchen. Like she was like, "What the hell did he just say?" <laughs> his wiener. And I was my like, oh, "Wiener, wiener." I loved it. Old Fink. Uh, yeah, Lillian Garcia slaps him and kicks him. She gets a little pop. She shit out of him. Yeah, too. she did. And then she like did like sweet I think he shoot fell. fell down. Yeah, I think that was a shoot, dude. He probably yeah, really yeah. dropped. Yeah, she popped him. So did the crowd. Uh, they did. Uh. And then we, get the, uh, then we get the video package for Brock versus Rock. Brock Rock. Rock Brock. Brock, uh, uh, rock, the rock and Rock, rock Connection. The Rock Lesnar versus The Brock. Dwayne yeah. The Brock Johnson versus <laughs> Rock Lesnar. I might have to do a little nose blow in here in a second. Let me set my headphones down. Well, on if that could... note, we can take a pause before the main event. Yeah, that'll work because we need to hear our advertisements. Again. Hey, guys. Sorry to interrupt the show. I know you're having a great time listening, but we'll be back in just a sec. I'm just here to tell you that you need to go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash heels and quads. Why, you ask? Because it's our merch site. We have tons of sweet merch on there in all different shapes and sizes, and you need to purchase some because your closet is lacking that Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast t-shirt that you know you've always wanted. So go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash heels and quads and pick up any of our shirt designs. Make sure for all of your Funko Pop collection needs, you get a Heroes Hideout NY.com. From WWE to the Bullet Club, you can use code QUADS at checkout and save 10% off your order. Also, don't forget they specialize in meet and greets. From the legends of yesterday, the stars of today, and the future of pro wrestling. Coming up Raven, August 11th. The Bullet Club, August 26th. J-E-F-F-J-A-R-R-E-T-T. Jeff Jarrett and Demolition on September 15th. Psycho Sid and Terry Runnels on November 11th. They will also be featured vendors at StarCast. Featuring Young Bucks Pops for those Matt and Nick signatures you are dying to get. Also, make sure to stop in store in Rensselaer, New York at 250 Broadway. For not just meet and greets, but all of your action figure needs. Featuring lines from the past and present. Heroes Hideout is your new access to entertainment. That's HeroesHideoutNY.com I need you to do one big favor for me and for yourself. And that's go to CollarNetworkBrand.com and use coupon code HEELSANDQUADS and all caps at checkout to save 10% on your order. Oh my, that's a lot of percentage, huh? 
Speaking of lot of percentage, you can go to Zubas.com. That's right. Z-U-B-A-C. Get your zebra pants, baby. And use coupon code Heels and Quads in all caps at checkout to save 15% on your order. That's even more percentage. Huh? Hey, everybody. Wanted to take a quick pause from the show to thank Buffalo Wild Wings and Hoffman Estates for sponsoring our podcast and all the other great podcasts on Podcast Row at StarCast. Show your StarCast convention ticket and get 15% off your food purchase. Buffalo Wild Wings is located right by the Sears Center in the Poplar Prairie Stone Shopping Center. Exit at Route 59 from Highway I-90, turn at the light, and then left at the first light into the center. Stop out after the main event. Buffalo Wild Wings. Wings. Beer. Sports. Hey everybody, if you were looking forward to the major announcement from Steve Duckett from Heroes Hideout, it's going to be next week. He's got to fine-tune some things, but next week he will be here on the show with the major announcement, and it's going to be even more information. So even bigger announcement. If you can get bigger than a major announcement, this is it. So be sure to check out Steve Duckett next week on the show. Oh my, HBK, I feel so much better after blowing that out of my nose. Levi sent me a picture, and I'm tempted to post it on Twitter. <laughs> Maybe that's the that's the picture for the, that's the episode. Picture. I'll make a collage like I do sometimes. <laughs> that's what I was talking about, man. It was one of those that uh, was floating in between my throat and man. nose, and I was like, I Just, know it's coming out. Dude, that thing was gnarly. <laughs> yeah, it like, sucked, I, dude. I, I was taking a leak, and my phone was sitting by the sink, and I looked over, and I was like, Whoa! <laughs> it, was still it sounded like a shotgun text. blowing it was still open on your text so it wasn't just like the little picture it was blown up was like, oh up. yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah well i've i've sound i probably sound a little bit better now because i'm not you all sound nasally. like a thousand times better yeah getting that, i hope i hope the show hasn't sucked because i'm all there, sick dude. and shit huh huh what oh i said i hope the show hasn't sucked because i'm all sick I hope I haven't been like a total like. I hope dude, everybody's I'm, not I'm gonna listen and turn out. it off. I'm copied out, dude. I'm like calfed. I'm like jump jumping off the walls. Like I'm sweating already. Like I'm, I'm, I'm doing a green tea thing today instead of coffee. And I'm pacing because I'm trying to like stay amped because I know you're down. So I'm like trying to be the the your palms are hammer of your the, palms uh, are sweaty. Knees weak. Arms are heavy. There's vomit yeah. on your sweater already. That's mom's spaghetti. Spaghetti, spaghetti, spaghetti. Never <laughs> You're the genetic that. jackhammer. All right, well, we've arrived pal. at the main event, pal. Uh, the video, you get the video package for Brock versus Rock. And uh, so Brock, the reason why Brock gets this match is because he won King of the Ring. Right. But He's it never... Five months in, right? Yeah. And it was never like this before. And unfortunately, the last King of the Ring is the one that they finally get a title shot because... If that was the case, then Edge should have got a title shot the year before. And uh, who won yeah, 2000? Really I think this Billy Gunn. I always wanted King of the Ring to be. Yeah. Was, yeah. Hey, like the, I think we talked about that before, like the middle of the year Royal Rumble kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. And I, I just, man, the King of the Ring tournament was so badass. I loved yeah. it. And I actually Until they the tried to bring it back, but they only like put it on Raw. They didn't have like it needs to be its own pay per view again. Yeah, that was lame. We're and gonna, they did the network special. We're gonna beat that thing to death. Like, <laughs> yeah, how much we want King of the Ring back? King of the Ring was good, man. Yeah. So yeah, the uh, King of the Ring he wins, and then at Vengeance, 
right? Uh, Vengeance, Rock wins the title in a triple threat against Undertaker and Kurt Angle. Uh, Taker's the champion going into that. And then uh, Terry Balea. Uncle Terry Gene Balea. <laughs> Is it creepy that I know his full name? Like, but you're a Hogan guy, man. That's oh, I'm a Hulkamaniac for life, brother. Yeah, brother. Uh, yeah. So that leads up to this. Rock's champ. Rock is the number one contender. I'm, I'm pretty sure it was from the King of the Ring thing, and I don't remember. I didn't. I don't know if I watched this video package or not this morning. Uh, I did. But, it, it was. I mean, it, it basically what we just said. It shows Brock's kind of rise. His come up, yeah. Yeah. And I his mean, come literally, up, like, it's... it shows the graphic on the screen for, like, the logos of the pay-per-views and stuff to show you yeah. what happened. I mean, it was good. It was a good video package. So Which, that, uh, That's one thing WWE's always kind of gotten right when they is do the video good. packages, yes. So even awesome. even now, even now they still have decent video packages. And they I make it say. look, they make the, the video packages are usually better than the matches now. Yeah, because it's like a movie trailer, you know. And speaking it's like of watching now, a really good movie we trailer. Really, we didn't really talk about any news, so before we get in this match, real quick, I was like on Twitter all night, but I didn't watch SmackDown. But apparently, The Miz had a really good promo on Daniel Bryan, and oh, okay. everybody's like really pumped about that match. So I'm sure they'll let us down because we talked about that yesterday. Yeah, I, I have a feeling that it's gonna. It's, they're just gonna shit all over it. So, but yeah, I want to. I'm gonna find that promo today. But anyways, we're not talking about that. We're talking about SummerSlam 2002. So uh, Brock versus The Rock for the undisputed WWE Championship. I love the undisputed belt. That's one of my favorite belts. I wish, man, I hate it. I Why did you hate it I, so bad? I want to like it, but it's just weird looking. <laughs> it's well, like, it didn't last very long. It was only like two years. I'll say this. I like it better than the titles now. Yeah. Like, I don't like that, like, upside-down triangle-looking thing they have, but I don't know. I was just – man, the the Winged Eagle was just so awesome. Like, they should have never got rid of it. No, the Winged Eagle, if if you and I could have our way, I'm sure I, I would still – I would like that title to be around still to this day. It just – it was a classic, but now everything modernized, you know, so – yeah. I think that's why they have the weird titles they have now is because and it's then just... the uh, the big eagle as it was called I believe after yeah that, the stone cold one with yeah the big blue strap on it I like that one too not as much as the wing wing eagle is my favorite let's do a belts show yeah we got to do our belts we'll episode, re- we'll record one in the hotel while we're at Starcast and we'll yeah. release it sometime that way we can like have a visual aid like we'll have like a we'll get like a piece of cardboard. <laughs> like, <laughs> lay all the pictures out and it, it's like our conspiracy theories like we got lines drawn to them and stuff and okay, tax. This one better than this one because tax and string all right let's get to the main event all right rock lesnar versus the rock for the undisputed wwe championship uh the rock brock lesnar comes out first the rock comes out second he lays the title down and he runs down the ram and, and they're both run. they're both doing the hop yeah. <laughs> I love that. They're yeah, like they're both doing the hop. contact and they're both doing it. And I'm like, God. Yeah. Like it Rock, fired me up. The Rock runs down the ramp and runs in the ring and starts throwing rights at Lesnar, but Lesnar hits him with a belly-to-belly suplex. Not your typical Lesnar suplex like today. Uh, it wasn't su- Suplex City quite yet. Not, but it's close. Lesnar's actually doing different moves. I noted that because he was what? actually a good wrestler back then. Cause he was Because he cared? Yeah, uh, the fans are totally against The Rock 
well, most of them, because there's a lot, like you said, there's a lot of Rocky suck chants because they knew that he was leaving. Uh, and they're, they're definitely on Brock's side. Every time he does something, it gets a pop. Uh, HBK and Triple H, I think, took the energy from the crowd as yeah. well. Because this match has been more cheers and boos if they hadn't totally taken out everybody. And I don't think it was just them. I think the matches prior to this, too. Every match was good, except for Undertaker Test. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, I have, it, that, I have that noted too about the, the HBK. They, I think they put the icing on the cake as taking the energy out of the crowd because simply I mean, could have, I mean, the show could have ended there and everybody would have been fine. Yeah, that could have been main. You just, I think the only reason it didn't main event is because they had that plan that Triple H was going to hit him with the sledgehammer after the match. So they, they didn't want going home happy. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, so uh, they took the energy from the crowd. The Rock, pretty long sharpshooter. And then Brock goes with an even longer bear hug on The Rock. And they're raising Rock's arm. It looks like he's out, but he eventually gets back up. Uh, outside the ring, The Rock catapults Brock into the ring post. And while he's down, he rock bottoms Paul Heyman through the table, which was awesome because it's always Six great five. to see. It's great to see Paul Heyman get his just desserts but he there it was kind of a crappy rock bottom because Heyman just kind of he, he was just kind of stiff fell yeah. down <laughs> and so rock kind of had to board. light as a feather stiff as a board <laughs> <laughs> rock had to make it look good yeah uh they get back in the ring rock hits a rock bottom to Brock Lesnar but he only gets a two count Brock Brock Lesnar hits a rock bottom on the rock but he kicks out too and then Rock goes for the people. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end. It's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end. It's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. People's elbow gets reversed. They kind of go back and forth for a second. And then Brock hits an F5 and wins the title. And it's the passing of the torch as The Rock departs from the company. Comes back months later in the start of 2003. But as far as... <laughs> but everybody passing, thinks it's the end. He had to go yeah, film a movie. 03 is really basically the end. WrestleMania 20 and 04 was The Rock's last match for another like what is it seven years or something yeah 20 so. was the last one before cena right yeah and 20 was, was when he teamed that with was Nick against evolution yeah the rock yeah. well he before the match with cena he he did that they did that tag team match at survivor series oh yeah in 2011 yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. i with didn't watch their, it but with their yeah it was all right <laughs> uh my notes for the match rock comes out hot um, Brock catches Rock with the oh shit look and a belly to belly um, back and forth. Like you said, Rock with the sharpshooter, super long. Brock with a 
uh, bear hug. And then Rock brings in Heyman the hard way. <laughs> like, I noted that mat, that spot just so I could do that. Cause it had just for be- the hard way. Yeah. yeah. Um, Brock hits Rock and his injured ribs with a chair into the bear hug. There's the bear hug spot. Back and forth again, blah, blah, blah. Love the rock bottom to Heyman through the table. Rocky suck chance throughout. Let's, let's go Lesnar chance. Oh, how the times have changed. Yeah. Uh, Brock with a rock bottom of his own. Two count. Rock spine buster. People's L. Brock pops up. Clothesline. F5. Rock counter. Rock ba. Rock counter. <laughs> F5. Brock is the youngest undisputed champion at 1550. Yeah. Uh, like we said, that the Intercontinental title match was longer than this one, but I think this was a good match overall, but it was definitely, it was definitely the rock versus Brock. If you know what I'm saying, it was, it was what it could have been with. I think this match would have been a little more eventful if it had like one or two false finish, one or two more false finishes. Yeah. Like, you know, they had the first, they had, I think it was only that one kick out for each of them when they both hit the rock bottom or whatever. Uh, but I think if there was a few more false finishes, it would have made it that much better because that way you kind of confuse the crowd and you're like, is Rock going to keep the belt? Is he actually leaving? But, I mean, I thought it was a decent match. And I'm with you. What you said on the phone to me earlier is uh, I this match in full, I don't think I've seen it but five times in full. Yeah, because Whereas, I you remember know, even when I when I watched the pay-per-view, like after Sean and, and Hunter, I was like kind of – I was kind of out of it. Like, I didn't really care. I was so excited that Sean won. And then, yeah. you know, back then, obviously, I was like, oh, man, what the hell is going on? We're going to continue this? I was thinking about that, too. Sean Sean might have won, but Triple H still had to get the last laugh. <laughs> he still had to bury him in some way, shape, or I'll form. But I don't think. But I'm going to hit him with the sledgehammer. I'm going to drop the hammer on him. I'm blonde. Blonde Evolution Triple H was like one of my favorites. Yeah, I like that. He was he was Rick. His Ferris. nose was bigger though. It seemed like it was bigger, and his face was really puffy. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever notice how yes. puffy his face was? Yes. Like, tell me he wasn't juicing just a tad. Like the like the purple or red trunks Triple yeah, H. Yeah, the or purple blue trunks. one. Yeah, oh. those were dope. Yo, dude, I bought that figure just because of how cool it was. <laughs> yeah, dude, I love the. Uh, I love that Triple H. I think that Evolution Triple H is probably one of my favorites. But just because... not my favorite purple tights Triple H. My favorite purple tights is SummerSlam 98. 98, yeah. Yeah. Though, I like those tights a lot. Those were sweet because they were all are shiny. Your favorite, are your favorite Sean tights the ones from Survivor Series 02, the weird HBK tights? No. The those were round? so weird. No, yeah, those were, were so weird. Well, because the, the lady that made his tights uh, – it was like on like such short notice. She just kind of slapped something on there. Oh, uh, okay. Because I mean, he didn't even have time to make it, have his boots made. You are talking about Michael Sean Hickenbottom, right? Yes. Okay. The shitty brown tights. <laughs> My favorite Sean tights are. I just like saying that name. The blue ones from SummerSlam '95. Yeah, those. Those were sick. Those or the. Uh... I love. I like his blue tights because I think he wears those. They're blue and black against mankind. Those yeah. are probably my favorites. Is the yeah. blue and black against mankind? But and then, uh, Sean like, always had sick tights. Yeah, and then, then I like the the DX ones from WrestleMania fourteen. Yeah, I prefer Sean's 
actual tights over like the loose pants when he comes oh, back. I don't like, dude. I never liked those. I never got on board. It just looked well because they're they got crosses all over them and like. Well, not just know. that, but that, I mean, they look like they look like pleather pants. Yeah, they're not. And I they're just like the Sean the Sean ones better. Yeah, and they then like, like three pants only. They weren't just plain black. <laughs> yeah, or test Undertaker, pants. like or Undertaker when he was. Uh, American Bad. The ABA. Yeah. Maybe that's why I didn't like Undertaker then, because of his pants. Because of the pants. Maybe that's what it is. I'm getting into some psychology stuff here. Dude, this It's a conspiracy theory, is what it is. Sean, it's cool though, after because Sean at Armageddon, though, too, he wears his red, his classic red tights again. Yeah. And that's when you know, like, okay, he's back full time now. Like, yeah. He wins the title at Survivor Series, and then, which we're giving away, but everybody, I mean, it's. What sixteen? It's years history. Old? Everybody knows. Yeah, you can watch. It. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, really puts our show into perspective, doesn't? It? <laughs> We're gonna watch. We're gonna watch it anyways. Um. So overall, I mean, what what do you think? Well, Rock and Brock, I got to give about three quads to. I think it was a decent main event. I give it about. I give it about three quads, just to be fair, because yeah. it it was the main and it was Brock it was, was decent. decent. It yeah. was better than I expected. Overall, the show out of five quads, man. I got I gotta say, this is about a four quad show, dude. Here. I'm with you. I was thinking four, and I yeah. would have given it four and a half had it not been for Taker and Tess. <laughs> yeah, that that I mean, kind of takes away that half. But. Yeah, that one and a half ish quad rating brings us Mother Trucker down, son. But everything I, else. Everything it was a great show, good. man. It's one of my favorite. I think it's probably my favorite SummerSlam. Taker and Test was the worst. Then the tag match, and then everything else is kind of right on there. the same level. Yeah. yeah. And um, the tag match wasn't bad by any no, means. No, it wasn't but bad, but it just wasn't compared to all me. the other matches. Yeah, you know? you, I mean, if you're comparing them, that's what that's what I was trying to yeah. do. Was like try to you're outweighing the good with the bad, or yeah. other way, whatever. <laughs> But this is uh, this is one I still look on Amazon for because I'm going to buy the actual physical copy of this just to have. Yeah, you're such because a mark, man. I'm a marky mark. <laughs> no, I do want to buy the uh, 30 Years of SummerSlam when it came out. Yes. Or when it comes out because I saw the preview, like the intro, and what they're doing with it is like Mean Gene talks about the first whatever years, and he's like in the event center or whatever, and then uh, and then it's Coach, and then it's uh, – What's her name? Charlie Caruso. Yeah. So they've got it all like spread out. So I think I might pick that up so we can take that with us too. <laughs> yeah, I like the I like the that compilation. I, mean, I want that one. I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring my PS4 so we can play Fire Pro. Oh, this is the thirtieth. This is the thirtieth SummerSlam, right? Yeah. Sunday. Yeah. Wow, what a lame SummerSlam to be number thirty. Yeah. I mean, on paper the card is good. Yeah. I think. I mean. Right. I mean, I could I could use a couple more people on there. Bobby Lashley doesn't have a match. No, I don't understand that. And I'm like, wondering why did if... you pay big money to bring him in and not even put him on the card? You think he's getting paid a mil, a mm. mil a year, if not close? Yeah, seven fifty, seven fifty eight. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, he, he, I don't getting, know. He's getting paid. Oh yeah, he's definitely getting paid. But I, I just don't know. That is weird. I didn't, you know, I didn't think of that when we were talking about. I that was yesterday. thinking about last, last night on the car. laying down. Me, yeah, me and uh, me and Tommy were 
laying down last night before bed, and I was. I was hoping for a triple threat main. We were talking about SummerSlam. Well, that was, yeah, yeah yesterday. Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to remember my days. Um, yeah, it's, it was just weird. Like I was looking at the card yesterday before we went on. I, I can't believe I didn't bring it up yesterday. I guess it just didn't click because I'm still pissed that the Good Brothers aren't on it either. But that's yeah, become, that's become the the common thing here. They're never on the card. But if you're looking for a good card and a good show to watch, then you need to watch SummerSlam 2002. I highly recommend it. We gave it four out of five quads. I hope you enjoyed the review, even though the first half of it, I got like a huge boogie floating around. But <laughs> the main yeah. event was good. So. You were doing the boogie woogie. Boogie woogie. Um, so what year was Sean and Hogan? Uh, oh, five, I was believe. Was it oh, five? Okay, yeah. so I'm going to put the poll up. So everybody go vote for 05 because I want to review that match. <laughs> yeah, because I think 06 was Orton and Hogan. Or that one. Either way, we just really haven't done much on Hulk. And I'm kind of I'm kind of needing my Hulk fix here. It's all right. We'll get some Hulk. I need some Terry Jean Belay in my life. Terry Jean Belay, good dude. Good brother. All right. I guess that about wraps it up for us then. Yeah, you gotta you gotta get to work, even though you're. Sick. I gotta get to the work ski. Isn't that weird that you know when you you work and the business that we're in, and you still have to go to work when you're sick? Yeah, it sucks, man. It pisses me. It off. Sucks. It does. It pisses me off bad. Um. So yeah. So make sure you follow us on all of our social media accounts at Hills and Quads on t- Twitter at Hills and Quads on at Hills and Quads Wrestling Podcast on Instagram. I'll get it out. Uh, I'm at. Mr. Tommy Walter on Twitter, Tommy Walter Live on Instagram. Matt Lee Diesendal on Twitter and Levi Zinfandal on Instagram. Make sure you subscribe to the show, but more importantly, well, not more importantly, subscribe, definitely. But it's very important that you guys leave reviews. We got a couple more yesterday, and it would be awesome, like, if you guys, when you do review... Leave some verbiage there. Like, we want to know what you like about it, what you don't like about it. If you give us one star, tell us why. If you give us five, let us know why you love it. And on that note. Or let us know why you hate it. Yeah. Especially why you hate it. Is so it, is it Levi's it boogie? Is it my caffeine intake? What do you know? <laughs> is it Levi's vape? Is do it my miss, vape? Do you miss me being gimmicked? <laughs> That's a good question. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. Talk to you next Tuesday. Bye.
Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end, it's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end, it's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving.